Welcome to the Vanessa G. Fitcast. If you think eating less is the answer to getting lean, or that you have to choose between having donuts and wine or having a body you love, well then, girl, you are in the right place. Chances are you've fallen victim to diet culture's terrible advice on how to eat and exercise. But don't worry, this podcast is going to bring you actionable information so you can start transforming your body without giving up your life. I'm Vanessa Gillette, founder and head coach of Vanessa G Fitness and Nutrition. This podcast was born from my passion for helping all women create bodies they feel confident in. Thank you for tuning in and trusting me to support and guide you. Now let's do this. Welcome back to the Vanessa G Fitcast. I'm Vanessa Pozos, and here with me today, we have a very special guest with us, Miss Lainey Phelps. So Lainey is a therapist. She's a longtime VGFN client, and she is here on the podcast with us to share a bit about her journey going from fad diets, restricted, tired, unhappy, to today feeling empowered and balanced and energized And we're going to talk all about how she overcame, you know, challenges of a demanding career, how she's battled her inner perfectionist, and how she's just really found a new path to health and wellness with the help of our coaching program and our coaches. So, Lainey, thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Well, I know you and I had a, um, we had a call a a while back, like about a month or so ago, we were talking and you were just sharing some thoughts about our program and just some thoughts about your own journey and just some really insightful things. And I think that's when I turned to you and I was like, I need to get you on the podcast because we need to get this stuff recorded. The women in the world need to hear this because I think you have just a really incredible perspective from your own journey, from your own education and knowledge coming from a world of therapy and mental health and just you have some really cool stuff to share. So I'm super excited to dive into that. But um, let's go ahead and kind of kick things off with just give us a little bit of background here, like share with us, you know, what led you to originally seek out a coaching program like ours? And, you know, how were you feeling at the time physically, emotionally, like what caused you to want to begin your health and fitness journey? Mm -hmm. So I, when I first found VGFN, um, I guess I was a few years out of college. Um, When I was in college, I cheered and I also was like training for a mini marathon and I was like very fit, right? And so like leaving college, I didn't do any of that. And so I did put on a lot of weight um, and I just like overall, like just didn't feel good, right? So like I didn't have any energy. Like I went from like this very outgoing person um, who was very involved and like hung out with friends all the time and wanted to spend time with family to like this person who would literally go to work and go home and do nothing. Um, And so like physically, I didn't feel well. Mentally, I didn't feel well. Um, I was in a relationship and I knew that like at some point we wanted to have children. And I had just been seeing a lot of women talking about like their struggles with like having children, um, you know, and the energy that it takes to have kids and, you know, like physically what that does to your body. And So I just started thinking like, okay, I've got to get control of this now, sooner rather than later. Um, I came across VGFN on Instagram. And at that point I was like, well, I've tried everything else. Might as well just reach out and see what this is. Right. And to be honest, I thought it was another cliche program. (laughs) 
Um, I clicked, I quickly was, you know, not, I was wrong about that. Um, but when I reached out, like, I was like, well, let's just see, you know, if it's, I've done everything else and we'll see where this goes. And now I'm two and a half years in, two years in, two years in, I'm like, where am I at? Um, and it's definitely changed a lot of things. Yeah, gosh, I, I remember that very first call that we had together. And I remember you were a little bit skeptical, but you also were like, I, what I liked about you right off the bat was you were just very forthcoming of like sharing what you've been through, sharing where you're at now, what you felt. And I just, I remember you saying like, I feel like I'm 50 years old, yet I'm in my 20s. I just, I don't feel like my best right now. And gosh, I, I know how hard that is. Like you obviously know my journey. Like I know how it feels when like, you just don't feel good in your body. You feel run down. You feel low energy. And especially when it takes a toll on a career where it's like, I know you're very, very passionate about what you do for a living. You're a therapist working with families in substance abuse treatment. You really make an incredible impact on the world, but that's also a very demanding and emotionally taxing job. I mean, how, how did your, just like how you felt in your body at that time affect how you showed up for work and how did the demands of your work affect your ability to show up for yourself and your own health and well-being? Yeah, so that's a lot of change that I had to make on my journey um, is learning how to take care of myself, right? So when I got out of college, um, I kind of just dove straight into work um, and, I, and I wanted to make a difference, right? And so I dove, I, I just went head first, right? It's like, let's get head first into this. Let's make a difference. And I completely neglected myself. Um, and so one of the things, it's so ironic because one of the biggest things that I tell any of the families that I work with is that they have to take care of themselves first before they can help anybody else. And then here I was doing the exact opposite. Um, and it's really like a testament to the journey that I've had with BGFN really, I think shows in my work. Um, because actually two years ago, um, probably about, I was six months into my new job and had just started with BGFN. And I was doing good, right? Like I was, I had a job, so I was doing good. Um, but since starting with VGFN and really learning what it actually means to like put yourself first so that you can show up for other people, um, my job has expanded. Um, like the opportunities have opened up. Like I've been able to make more of an impact um, like with other people. And it's the only reason that I've been able to do that is because I've actually walked the things that I'm talking about. And so all of the things that, you know, I learned from you and I learned from Kat and through like our support groups and all of those things were things where I was like, okay, if I can implement this and do this for myself, and then I can actually teach other people how to do the same things. Um, and it just, it really showed like I, when I first started my job, I taught a weekly group and I still do. Um, at the time when I started VGFN, I was averaging 10 people, um, which is good, but like it was 10 people, you know, I was like six months in, like we should have been doing more than that. Um, and now we're averaging 50 to 60. And Man. so, yeah. So it's like, that just shows you like when you actually do take time for yourself, it can change so many other things in your life. Um, and obviously my job is something I'm passionate about. And so the fact that like, I actually can see the changes that's happened there. Um, it's more than I ever thought I would get from joining a, you know, cliche coaching program <laughs> that I thought I was joining. <laughs> Again, completely wrong. <laughs> well, I, thanks for sharing that too, because that's a really great example of 
what happens when you invest in yourself before you ever, and I see this time and time again with our clients, it's like before you ever even feel and see results, oftentimes just that act of like that transference of energy of, okay, I'm putting this money down because I believe that I am worth it. I believe I deserve to be invested in and I know that I am capable of more and all I need is somebody to help me take that next step to get to the next level of my life you show up differently in every area of your life. And I see it time and time again with our ladies who they end up making career changes or they end up just completely growing their career in different ways or they just just reach new heights in their life that they never even thought was a goal upon joining. And they didn't ever consider that, oh, I'm going to go work on my health and my fitness and my nutrition and oh, that's going to you know transfer over to my career. But it does happen time and time again. And it's been really cool to see from you, Lainey. I know mm-hmm. you even are running retreats now, which has been incredible because we were just sharing, you know, before we hit record of um, we're preparing for our Forever Fit client retreat this week with our VGFN clients. And Lainey actually attended our retreat last year. She was one of our amazing attendees who we got to spend a lot of time with in person. And, you know, you know the power of being able to have these kinds of retreats, but you also know that it's so important for you to be able to show up with that kind of energy that everybody else is feeding off your energy and how you show up. And just, I mean, it's so cool to see how that's affected you and just how you show up today versus two, two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. I think about, and you know, I just had one of my retreats um, not too long ago. And this was something that I had reflected on, you know, with my coach Kat and the first retreat that I had, I mean, I had energy, but like, I mean, I was exhausted. Like it was like, wake up, go to the retreat, go home, pass out. Like I, there was nothing left to give. And like, by the last day, I remember just like sitting in the back because we had guest speakers all day. And I was just like thinking, I was like, thank the Lord that I don't have to teach today because like, I mean, I could have fallen asleep sitting back there. Like my energy was just non-existent. Um, But this past retreat, so this was my fourth retreat that I've done um, since being with BGFN. I actually had energy like after the retreat day was over, I was like able to like have conversations with people and like, like my energy wasn't like gone. And I felt like I was like, I felt like human. And I know that sounds weird, but like when you are so used to being tired all the time, you just feel like you go, 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 go. And there's no time to process. And like, you just feel like you're on autopilot and like actually being able to like have the energy to sit and like talk with people after work. I thought that was like something out in a different universe, but like, that's a real thing. Like people can do that. Like you can have enough energy to like work and then like still have time for yourself and for people around you. Um, So it's just really cool to see like what that changes in me and like what can happen when you change the way that you're living. hundred percent. Yeah. Do you, um, out of curiosity, do you consider yourself more introverted or extroverted? So I used to be extremely extroverted. Um, as I've gotten older, though, I am much more introverted. <laughs> um, so I like when I take the test, and you know how it gives you the percentages. I am like literally like 48% extroverted, 52% introverted. Yeah. Um, so it's like this very in between thing. But even with that, like, I mean, I would not even have energy to like sit and read a book. Like I was like, yeah dead to the world. Like, don't talk to me. I don't want to be on my phone. Like it was just not a fun time. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was just curious because, you know, for myself, I am, I'm very introverted 
And, you know, even with things like us hosting client retreats, which is one of my favorite things in the world, and it just gives me so much energy, even though I am introverted, I still have to be very careful and protective of my energy over the course of that weekend to make sure that I still have, you know, enough to pour from my cup throughout the whole weekend. But you kind of telling that story of how you used to show up at your retreats where you'd find yourself just so exhausted at the end of the day and at the end of the, um, the retreat itself, it reminds me a lot of, you know, myself when I went to a business retreat back in the day. And I remember just feeling like this is just how I am. Like, I just used the fact that I'm introverted as an excuse and an, a reason for why I'm so low energy. And I find a lot of introverted women will do this where they feel like I just have no energy to do social things. And it's just like, oh, it's because I'm introverted and we write it off. But you really shouldn't feel that way. And, you know, Lainey, even being some being somebody else who is also you know, while being more in the middle, you, it sounds like are a little bit more on the end of introverted. It could be very easy for you to have just written it off as like, oh, it's just because I, you know, this kind of stuff drains me. And that's why and you don't realize that you are capable of showing up with so much more energy. And, you know, like nowadays, I know you were telling me of you used to drink tons of caffeine, like all the time. And now you're even switching to decaf and feeling pretty good there. So it's, you're a great example of, what can happen when we do take care of ourselves. But let's kind of shift gears here. And I actually want to talk about that a little bit more specifically. So I know before you came to us, before you started our coaching program and working one-on-one with Coach Kat, our amazing coach, you had tried some different fad diets. Um, You had definitely struggled, tried a few different things there. Can you talk a little bit about like what kinds of things had you tried in the past? Why didn't they work for you? Why weren't they sustainable? And like maybe compare and contrast that to what it is that you're doing now within our program or just the things that you've worked on over the course of your time with us. So I feel like an easier question would be what have I not tried? Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I have done, um, there was a time whenever I thought running was going to answer all of my problems, Um, which I mean, if anybody knows that if you burn more calories than you eat, like obviously, yeah, you're going to lose weight. And so like I did lose weight for a period of time. However, um, I have terrible knee problems now, terrible back problems. Um, and the energy that I was just talking about is so amazing. There was, that was not a thing. Um, whenever I was eating like 1200 calories and running like three miles a day. Um, so that was like very, just like not sustainable. Um, it also was like just a very unhealthy pattern that I had. And so, um, you know, I work in the field of addiction and so, I always compare like that time in my life to like, I was essentially addicted to running and being thin. And so like, I was very conscious about what I was eating when I was eating. Um, You know, there was no such thing as like having any type of sweets, right? Like for, you can forget the chocolate cake. Um, So that was not a good time. I've done Weight Watchers. Um, I did not see any results with that. I've done, I don't even know what it's called, but like where you do the shot. Um, Mm. And I actually don't like needles. Um, so I don't know why I thought that was going to be a good idea. Um, but I did not like that. I felt very, um, like jittery all the time and you couldn't eat, you can only eat 500 calories when you did that. And so again, right. Like the energy wasn't there. Um, I've done, oh my goodness. I mean, so many other things like keto, I've done all the things. And so essentially what I've noticed is like some of those, while they may have worked intermittently and I may have seen you know, me losing weight. Um, I gained it all back, if not double. Um, I had no energy and nothing about my life was changing. So 
I was just getting like hyper-focused on like, you know, what I needed to eat or what I didn't need to eat. And like, I constantly felt restricted and, you know, having to choose between like, am I going to be on a diet or am I going to hang out with friends? Um, you know, cause you couldn't do both, right? Like that wasn't a thing. You you can't, you know, hang out with friends and have a few drinks or eat cake and be on a diet. Like that's not possible or so I thought. Um, and so it was just like this very unsustainable way of living. And I like to go out and do things, right? Which is why I came to VGFN. And so I, I just got tired of like, not being able to have a life and get the goals that I wanted. Um, and that's something that I really value working with Coach Cat is like, I, it's not about like choosing this or that. It's about choosing like, how does this fit into your lifestyle and what works for you? And like, you're just not going to get that in any fad diet. Absolutely. Yeah. I know you've come a long way with your relationship with food. Like, I know that's been a big one for you. Can you speak a little bit to maybe some of like the types of changes that you've made with your nutrition and your lifestyle? Like how has it been more sustainable or like what are specifically the things that you're doing that have impacted your energy level and just how you feel? Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things um, that I do, and this has really helped me out a lot, is I actually eat smaller meals throughout the day and I actually stay on a routine with that. Um, so, you know, one of the fad diets that I've done before was like the intermittent fasting. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever invented. Wrong. <laughs> I was terribly wrong about that. Um, so I'm like on this like schedule um, and my body is on that same schedule. And so I actually can like, I have, I get hungry now, right? Like, and I used to not even feel hungry a lot. Um, and so what I do is I eat smaller meals throughout the day. I try really hard to pre-track food that is going to fuel me first. Um, and so every Sunday I sit down and I put food in, um, to my fitness pal and it's the things that I know is going to give me energy. Right. So I do still experience some energy crashes in the afternoon. And so now I'm adjusting the food that I'm eating at that time. So I can hopefully not experience that anymore. So I put all that in first, but then I still leave a few calories left over. So if, you know, my boss brings in donuts in the morning and I want to have a donut. Well, I've already gotten my fuel foods in and this is what I have left to fit in, you know, donut, coffee, whatever I choose to put in for that day. Um, and it really just depends. So like today, my energy has been pretty good. So if I were to be presented with a donut, I'd probably eat it. But if I had a day today where like my energy wasn't that great, then I probably would have been a little bit more careful about like, oh, maybe we'll save that for another day when I feel better. Um, you know, cause I've started to learn about my body. Like how does my body react to certain foods? And that's something that like, I used to remember people would talk about that. And I'm like, yeah, that's for the professional athletes. Like Lainey doesn't do that. Um, and now here I am like, oh, you feel good today. If you want to, you know, treat yourself to a donut, you can, or like, Hey, you're really low energy. Donuts probably not going to help you increase that. You're probably just going to crash. Um, so that's something that's definitely been like the biggest turn for me in terms of like how I eat and then like the food that I choose when eating. That was just a beautiful explanation of the flexibility that we bring into our programs, because as you know, Lainey, and like, I hope that, you know, our regular listeners, of the podcast are, are very aware of now is that we have a rule that there are no rules. You can have any food you want to have, but it's all about learning about nutrition, understanding how different foods affect your body, how to incorporate different foods within your own plan to be able to just ultimately be 
educated and aware of our nutrition. So it's like even listening to you talk about that, Lainey, and sharing how, oh, I, I know that I can always leave room for, you know, spontane spontaneous treats because you want to be able to be spontaneous. That's part of life, being able to have the donuts when your boss brings them into work. You also are aware, you understand how different foods affect your body. You understand how different foods can make you feel more energized, whereas other foods might be serving more of a purpose purely for just the enjoyment factor. And you can make educated decisions about when and what to eat at different times. And that's that's the kind of thing that I only see from our ladies who are really committed to that long-term journey and are really patient and really truly looking at this as a learning experience and just soaking in all the knowledge. So that's, I just wanted to highlight there because that, that's really cool to see, lady. Yep. It's well, definitely, it's been a journey, but I have learned probably more than I, more than I signed up for, but on the good end, right? It's like, this is the things that I needed to learn. So, but definitely a journey. Yeah. Well, I know you've uh, even shared with me of how you've developed a, an interest in nutrition and in just how nutrition can impact the body, impact mental health, impact just how you show up in the world. And it's something that you're really passionate about. And you've even, you know, taken pieces of that into kind of your own career and considered different ways that you can incorporate it into your career. Well, I mean, I would love to even hear your perspective on that a little bit there too. I know you've recently taken a Dutch test for the first time. Like you are really diving deep into understanding nutrition, hormone health, just health as a whole. Like what's that experience been like for you? Or just like, what are some of the insights you've picked up on that you would love to maybe share here? So one of the things, um, and this is why I think I got so interested in it with me working um, in addiction, we talk a lot about the change in the brain chemistry, right? Um, and like what that kind of causes and, you know, addiction is not just substances, right? And so one thing that we talk about in VGFN is like some people and a lot of women do struggle with like different food addictions. And so like all of that to say, like, it talks a lot about the changes in the brain. And so I was like, well, I wonder like, what does hormones and health and nutrition, like, what does that have to do with it? And like, is there studies that can show that this can improve it? And I started thinking about myself and I'm like, definitely there has to be some things that can improve that. Um, and so I've been learning more about just like properly taking care of your body. So like physical health, um, the things that you eat. So like all of the things that come with like wellness and nutrition actually does help to level out your chemicals in your brain, which can help to reduce mental health, addiction, all of those things. Right. So you know, I'm someone who does struggle with anxiety and depression. Um, but actually, since being with VGFN, I've been able to lower my medicine just by making better food choices and physically taking care of my body. So that is kind of like what has now driven me into this spot of like, I want to learn more about this. Um, I did recently get my Dutch test, which I have so much to learn. I didn't know how much was going to be in there. Uh, but it actually if I was looking at it correctly, um, which I'm going to have a call with Alex to go over it, but it actually talks about your dopamine levels on the Dutch test. Um, and dopamine is what drives everyone to be like in survival mode. Um, and when you're in survival mode, you're typically reacting out of a response that is emotionally driven, right? And so we're not being logical in our decision-making. And when you eat properly and take care of your body, you can actually naturally increase those dopamine levels so that you're making sound decision instead of survival decisions. Um, so I ordered a book recently and I plan to read that. And I plan to look at my own Dutch test to learn more about myself. 
um, but also more about like just mental health in general and how I can hopefully use that with clients that I'm working with. 100%. I mean, I hope everybody is taking notes here. <laughs> your nutrition, your just your health habits and routines absolutely affect your mental health and it's not talked about enough. So I'm really mm -hmm. happy to hear somebody, especially, you know, in your position, somebody as educated as you about mental health, being able to actually speak on this and speak on it from your own personal experience is really, really cool to hear. And I mean, speaking of just kind of um, almost like personality traits too, you know, like I alluded to in the beginning there, Lainey, you, you know, you shared with me before of how like you consider yourself a perfectionist, you consider yourself an overachiever. And I know I've seen it as well. And just, uh, you know, at times, like it can be a positive thing and how we show up often. Like, I'm sure that's part of why, you know, you have come so far in your journey is because a little bit of that tendency to want to overachieve. But I also know that being a, you know, so-called perfectionist or overachiever can also be a negative thing at times, especially when it comes to finding that like sustainable balance with your nutrition and your health. So I'm just curious here, Lainey, and I'm sure there's probably some ladies out there who can relate to that, who also consider themselves perfectionists, and maybe it has negatively affected their journeys as well. So, I mean, how have you kind of worked through those things to find balance with this stuff? So <laughs> it's funny that you asked that because I remember like one of the first things that I, I guess, learned with BGFN um, was to do the always something mindset. Um, as a perfectionist, we do not hear always something. Um, so that was really hard for me to like kind of grasp because I was an all or nothing thinker, right? So it's like, you know, as a perfectionist, it's like, you're either going to get my all of this or like none of it because if I can't give you my all, then like, I'm not going to be perfect at it. Right. Um, and a lot of times, like when I first started with VGFN, you know, I'd get on TikTok and I would see like all of these like really healthy fit women. And I'm like, that's what I'm going to look like. Like, that's going to be me. Um, and throughout the course of my journey, like if that's the goal I want to get to, like, that's great. Um, it's, it's not, but like, if it is like, if that's your goal and you're listening to this and that's where you want to go, like, that's fine. But also like trusting in the process and knowing like, you can be a quote unquote perfectionist and still just always do something, right? So like if you limit yourself to like this all or nothing mindset, like you're gonna find yourself feeling stuck just in life in general, right? Not just health and wellness, but life in general. And so like being able to give myself grace, um, like that's something that perfectionist doesn't do, right? Because it is that all or nothing and learning that like there is always something you can do um you know life gets in the way and like i'm not going to be able to wake up every day and like you know eat a smoothie for breakfast and have this beautifully made out salad and like eat grilled chicken and like it's just not going to look that way you know there are some days where like i go home and i just want pizza and like i'm going to eat the pizza and like if i want pizza that night that's fine but like what is something that i did today to help me get towards my goal and like as a perfectionist like knowing that i can give myself a kudos every day even if it's as simple as like you got up and you took a shower, um, it's like, that's something that I really had to work on. Um, and I would not have been able to do that without PGFN. Um, you know, as a perfectionist, like I said, it's always all or nothing. There was no in-between. Um, and now I live in the in-between. I'm like, thank you for the something. <laughs> Give me the something. <laughs> 100 percent yeah this stuff is not black and white we have to find the gray we have to find the middle ground and it's also this is where the individualization comes in because everybody's journey is different and everybody's 
you know, everybody's middle ground is going to look different. So for you, what looks like balance for you, Lainey, might look different from somebody else. That's why it's like, it's so important for, you know, you to be able to share your journey, me to share my journey. And that's why, you know, I enjoy giving successful clients like you an opportunity to kind of share a little bit about your perspective and, you know, your journey because so many women might relate more with pieces of your journey versus my journey and be able to find inspiration in you. And I know that that's also a big driver for you in wanting to share right now. Uh, it was part of why I invited you on the podcast because you told me yourself of like, you want to give back, you want to share your experience with others. So going off that, I mean, what do you want to share here? What message or advice do you want to offer to maybe those women out here who are maybe still looking for the quick fix solutions. Maybe they're tempted to go and try the next fad diet, or maybe they're just feeling stuck in their journey. Maybe they're skeptical of the idea of coaching. They, you know, think it might just be a, a scam, kind of like what you were thinking initially. What would you say to those women? What do you want them to take away from this episode? So I have a few things, um, but I think the two biggest things is like the number one thing is like learn to invest in yourself. Um, I, you know, and I completely transparent. That was probably one of the hardest things I had to come to terms with. Um, whenever I did reach out for a coach is like, like, oh, I have to invest in myself. But like, when you really think about it, like, I invested so much time in like going out to eat and like having drinks and like, doing all of these things that like really weren't like, sticking true to like who I am, right? Like it wasn't the goals that I was going towards. And so investing in yourself is something that like you have to learn how to do and you have to be ready to do. Um, and it doesn't stop at just coaching. So like once you invest in yourself once, like it's going to keep rolling and it's going to feel so good. Um, but sometimes you just got to take that first step with a coach to do that. And the second thing is, is I always had this preconceived notion that like, only fit people were able to get coaches, right? And so like, I need to be fit before I get a coach. And like, that's just not the case, right? And so like, just come as you are. Um, that's the whole purpose of VGFN, right? Is like, they don't, they're not looking for like this perfect person to coach. They're looking for you. And so like, whoever you are, wherever you're at in your journey, as long as you're willing to show up and like willing to invest in yourself, like they're gonna give you everything you need to be successful. And so just making sure that like, you just show up truly and 100% you, even if it's like, you know, I really want to do this. But when Vanessa calls me, like, I'm going to tell her, like, I want to eat ice cream every night. Like, okay, like you can do that. Um, and so I think it's just really important to know, like, wherever you are on your journey, whether you're like, oh, I just want to tone up and muscle or like, I have 100 pounds to lose or, you know, my hormones are out of whack, like whatever your journey is, like, it's okay to show up as who you are. And they're going to work with you. And they're not looking for just fit lean people. Cause I think that's something I always struggled with that like people would advertise for clients, but the clients were always like these like very skinny fit people. And I was like, that's not me. <laughs> I am not a very skinny fit person. Um, and so like, just knowing that like VGFN is not a one size fits all, um, they're going to work with wherever you're at. And so just show up, be willing to invest in yourself. Um, and the investment is going to go so much further than any type of health and wellness. Um, so it's definitely worth it. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for, for sharing that, Lainey. And I know that your message today is really going to resonate with a lot of women. But I know there's probably like even just one specific woman out there who's like, I feel like she is talking directly to me. <laughs> she needed to hear that message. So I really appreciate you sharing. 
Um, but Lainey, I, like I said, I think a lot of people are going to resonate with this and they're probably going to, there's probably going to be some women out there who want to reach out to you, maybe connect with you a little bit, maybe learn from you, maybe some other clients who just want to be able to talk to you, get your kind of advice on things. If they're a little bit behind you in their own journey, can, um, can those women reach out to you? And if so, where could they best connect with you? Yep. So I am always more than happy to talk to anybody that is interested in joining VGFN um, or just in general, but you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at Lainey Phelps. Um, I think that my handle is just Lainey Phelps. No numbers. (laughs) Awesome. We'll make sure we get that plugged into the show notes as well. But again, Lainey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and everybody else. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks for listening. If you learned something today, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review in iTunes. And if this particular episode resonated with you, do me a favor and take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. Don't forget to tag me at Vanessa G Fitness so I can show you some love. All right, my carb queens, talk to you in the next episode.